Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. Well, welcome to With Purpose, our purpose podcast. It is a podcast designed with you in mind, understanding our purpose, our identity in Christ Jesus. For we have to know who we are and to whom we belong. That's why we continue to study the word of God that we may get understanding the word of saying all by getting get understanding as we come into this new year uh, 2020 with vision and focus that God is revealing unto us write your vision make it plain have a talk with Jesus hallelujah that he may implore in you the plans that he have with you that you make succeed. We can't make it alone. We got to have Jesus, for we just can't make it by ourselves. Can't even walk unless he is holding our hand. So we need his vision. We need his insight in order to guide us along the way. As we continue with John, John uh, Gospel, according to John, pen the words that you may believe that you may believe in conversations with Jesus and his walk and what he did on the way to the cross. With John specifically, uh, more target uh, what the church did to Jesus and how Jesus had to defend himself and to prove himself to the church, which was the Israelites, the Jews, as they're calling their self now, the Jewish nation, twelve tribe of Israel, is who formed the tribe, the uh, twelve tribe of Israel, which was Jacob, formed the formed the twelve tribes that we're talking about, that are the Jews, the chosen people of God. They had gone astray and was following their own leadership as they was following man and not God. What some some was. Jesus came to set the record straight. John said, I need you to believe in this man of God that you may have life, have life more abundantly. I need you to believe. And we are at chapter 8. At chapter 8 as of on yesterday very familiar passage of scriptures where the Pharisees are still trying to entangle Jesus' word because they're looking for a way that they may have him killed. This is the church leadership at that time because of envy, jealous strife and their own ignorance of who God is. They have following after their own righteousness and not the righteousness of God. They are right in their own eyes, but they are lost in the sight of God. So this familiar passage here is where they bring this woman that they know have committed adultery and several people have seen her and uh, the law of Moses if you read the Pentateuch the first five chapters of the book was written by Moses 
the majority of it is is, is concerning the laws to uh, established amongst the people that they may walk upright. So they bring this woman who has committed adultery. She's married and she's gotten caught in the act by several people. Was she just thinking about Pharisees and what they're trying to do? They probably set her up, you know. But they brought her to Jesus, uh, wishing that he would say some words that would enrage the, uh, enrage the crowd, and that they would want him to be killed. Because now the people are listening to Jesus as he teach and preach the word of God. And that's what he came for, to set the captives free. And these people are being healed. They're being delivered by his words. He is now becoming a light. And more and more people are beginning to follow him wherever he goes that they may hear these words that he is imparting unto them because he is soothing their souls. And that is what Jesus do. He set them free from the bondage. So they bring this woman. And we know adultery is a sin. And she was married and, and was found to be with, uh, I guess, another man so to speak. So you don't know where is the man that he was he not committing adultery as well. But they brought the woman in order to confront Jesus with and they told him what she had done. Jesus was right already down writing something in the sand and he wrote something down in the sand as they confronted him and they told him you know the law of Moses said that this woman was caught in the act and she is to be stoned for her sin they wanted to murder her Jesus said he that is without sin cast the first stone straightway all of them was convicted in their hearts because they know that they had some sort of sin in their life. You know, people are quick to judge other people for their sin, but they'll cover up their own. But now Jesus exposed them all. He that is without sin cast the first stone and as he looked up they all had walked away one by one and, and laid their rocks down ready to kill this woman for what she done and they had sin in their own life you see that so very often so very often and Jesus looked up and asked the woman now where is thy accusers and she straightway said, there's no man Lord. She called him her Lord. She was delivered at that moment, my Lord. And he said, go and see no more. Just that simple. Just don't do it anymore. Don't do it anymore. 
Jesus did not come in the world to condemn the world, but he came to set the captives free. Man was ready to kill. Jesus was ready to be delivered. All you have to do is repent. That is what he said. He told her, don't do it no more. If you don't do it no more, you can live the life, hallelujah, that God has planned for you. But some people, they, 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 they are so, um, you got to do this, you got to do that. You know, we're so caught up in the rituals and the programs of things. And all you got to do is go to Jesus, confess it, repent, turn away from it. You're set free from it. That's all you got to do. It is as simple as that. And they had a hard time understanding that. Had a very hard time understanding that. And they slowly began, I guess, to come back around. And Jesus began to teach more. And they began to question more. Jesus let them know that he is the light in darkness. He didn't come to to, uh, judge no one. He didn't come to judge, and he is Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, the Son of God. He told them he didn't come to judge, but he came to set these people free from the hardship that had been placed up on them for things that they expected them to do that they wasn't even doing of of their own self. But they sat and they brag about that I am a descendant of Abraham. I'm a descendant of Abraham. They just told him, this is what Moses said. He is our father. Abraham is our father. And Jesus said, if you was truly a descendant of Abraham, then you would know who I am. And you say, you know my father. If you knew my father, then you would know who I am. Because there is a spiritual connection there. As Peter, as his disciples They followed him off of his word because God had revealed him to them already. They knew him as the Messiah. Hallelujah. Straightway when he called them, they began to follow him because their hearts were pure. But you have these people here that uh, have held themselves to their own esteem following their own righteousness. They did not know him. And because they didn't really know who God was, they could not know who Jesus was. Mere words, mere rituals, mere practice. If the heart is not right, God can't use it. They had pride. Pride in the titles, pride in the position of who they were. Who, who they called themselves to be. They wanted the honor from man, not from God, because if they truly wanted to serve God in pureness of heart, they would have sought him. They would have been walking as the word declared them to walk and do in the things that, that the word had declared for him, them to do. If they was truly in the position, other, other than being just physically there, Mentally, they wasn't ready. They was not ready for Jesus. They wasn't prepared. He caught them off guard. Like he's going to do with a lot of us this 
these days as he is preparing to become, uh, return. He's going to catch us with our work undone and off guard. Dibbing and dabbing, being lukewarm. Praising him one day. And the next day we're, we're worshiping and following after things of the flesh. What we want to do. It's a straight and narrow path. You know, sometimes we fall short, but our focus have got to be on Jesus and his word that he is calling us to do. He calling us out just like he's confronting these people. He said, I need you to be in position to lead the people to do the right thing, not to judge no one, but lead them on the right path. You be the example. You be the light in darkness. You help guide them to where they need to be. And then I would do the rest. Just like he told the fishermen to cast out their net out into the sea. He told them to catch them. You catch them. And let me clean them up. You don't judge them. That's for me to do. Catch them. I'll clean them up. You see them in their wrong. Just be a light for them. To come to me. You be the example that they need that they can come to you, they can talk to you about anything without you passing judgment. Only thing that you can say is this is what the word of God says. Point them in the right direction. Now you go talk to Jesus about because I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in, but you go and you talk to Jesus. He'll make it all right. As long as you got breath in your body. Blood is warm, running warm in your vein. You have an opportunity to get it right. No matter what you've done. No matter how many years ago. You got to let it go. And when you let it go. God can begin to heal that, that brokenness. That hole. That void. That that thing has left in the pit of your stomach. Confess it. Lord here it is. Forgive me of my sins. Take control over my life. Help me, Lord Jesus, to live better, to do better, to live in you and for you. And he'll do it if you allow him. We want to hold on to things because we want to punish ourselves a lot of times. And that ain't even for us to do. You wasn't you what is even created. To satisfy your own self. But you was created. Hallelujah. To do the will of the father. Who sent Jesus. And this is what he's letting. Letting these people know. I am not even. Up here for myself. They try to tell me. You bear record of yourself. You know. in the, in the, in the uh, If you read the Old Testament. If you had two witnesses, this is what they're talking about, the laws of Moses. If you had two witnesses to come against a person, then it was considered the truth. Two witnesses. And they telling Jesus, you, you bearing record of your own self. Jesus said, I'm bearing record of myself and the Father. That's my two witnesses. He got down on their level trying to teach them. But if you knew who my father was, then you will understand my sayings. And he said, now nah, I'm finna go to a place that you can't even go in there. Murmuring along, along with themselves. Is he talking about killing himself? What is he, he referring to? Jesus is saying, I'm preparing to go to heaven. You can't go. 
Because your heart ain't right. And your mind is on the wrong thing. You're not going to be able to go there if you don't get yourself together. And they even, I tell you even more, and they telling him, you, you uh, have a devil in you. No, he said, that's your father. Because you don't believe in me, that's your father. The father of lies. He is a murderer. Talking about the devil. Y'all are following after his lustful ways. His lustful ways to destroy. I'm trying to give you something that will give you life. Life more abundantly. I am speaking the truth. And you can't receive the truth because your mind is so entangled with what the devil have taught you, what the devil have given to you and presented to you. And you're following after your own self-righteousness and will not hear the word of God. Because if God was in you, you would receive me, the one that sent me. You would know who I am. He's calling them out. Calling them out for them to change their mindset. But they're so buried down, they're so anchored in their own selfishness, in their own pride, in their own righteousness. They're anchored down in it that I got to have this status, I got to have this title, I got to be out front for the people to worship me. That's the mindset that these people had that is challenging Jesus. But Jesus did not back down. He did not back down. He told them the truth. And the ones that heard him, they did follow him. Because God had already started cultivating that heart to receive him. And many that followed him shall receive life eternal. He said, Abraham, you talk about Abraham as your father. Abraham, pray for this day to see me and have saw it. And they say, you ain't even 50 years old, Jesus. How can you say that you see Father Abraham? Jesus said, before Abraham was. Listen, and he said it in the first tense, before he was, I am. Remember, God told the children of of Israel, if they ask you who I am, you tell them that I am. (laughs) And here's Jesus said, before Abraham was, I am. He was there from the beginning. He was there from the start. Abraham had seen him, and even in his death, he went down into what they call Hades which is, is, was a holding place at that time because Jesus hadn't came yet. Went out into the Hades and he preached the gospel. They talk about Lazarus in the bosom of Abraham. Rich man. Mm. Talking to Abraham across the gulf. Can you send someone to speak to my brothers so they wouldn't come to this place? Jesus went down there and he preached the gospel them three days. He just didn't go in the grave and go to sleep. He didn't 
he went out and he preached the gospel and took the uh, keys of death and took the elders back to heaven with him where they're worshiping and praying, the 24 elders. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. My God, my God. You just get excited about the word of God, what he came to do. Stand bold. You're going to be challenged by many. No man has the right to judge you. Only God can do that. But you have to learn how to let go and let God be in control. Just confess it. Remove it out of your life. That's Jesus. He said when he came to set us free. He died on the cross. He was beaten, bruised, whipped all night long. Led from judgment hall to judgment hall. Crown of thorns placed on his head. He was beaten all night long by soldiers. He was mocked as a king, and he was a king. Uh, they riveted his hands, and then they riveted his feet, and they poked him with swords and fed him vinegar. He went through all of that for you and I that we might have a right to a tree of life. The thing about it, when we don't when we don't forgive ourselves as he forgiven us we crucify him all over again. Every time that we go back and we pick up that same sin, we crucify him all over again. Let it go. This day, this was his purpose. That you may have a right to the tree of life, whom the Son has set free, is truly free indeed. You all be blessed. Be safe out there on today as you travel up and down the dangerous highways. May God continue to protect us from danger seen and unseen until we meet again.